There's a lot of people that are used to doing it the same way for a long time. So I would ask you to lean in, try a system like Velocity, because by virtue of having people engage with it, using it as their go-to operating system, we're going to be able to affect change with lenders. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful mortgage brokers. Join your host, Scott Peckford, on I Love Mortgage Brokering. Hey, Broker Nation, this episode, Jeff Wellis and I discuss the exciting changes at Velocity. I've been in the mortgage industry for 12 years and seen very, very little innovation in the way of origination software. For so long, we've really only had one option and there's no competition. But now that there's competition, Velocity's come in, uh, there's going to be a lot more innovation. So I'm excited about this. Jeff and I talk about some of the things Newton is currently doing and what's planned for in the works in terms of making origination software better. So I think you're going to enjoy this episode. Hey, how's it going, Jeff? Great, Scott. How are you today? Awesome. So one of the things that people sometimes get confused about is like Newton velocity. So how, like, what's that? What's the difference there? Okay. And, and you had a great comparison just before we got on the air, but it's like Nike, Air Jordan. Nike's a company, Air Jordan, the product. Newton is our company. Velocity is the product that the brokers that we have subscribing use. So Velocity is probably the more interchangeable name that uh, most people know us by. And the product that people are going to want, they're going to be interested in velocity. They like, they're going to be like, great Newton's, whatever. But at the end of the day, it's like, what is the product that I'm using? And so to walk me through, because you've, I saw recently that there was an article done on you, what you guys are up to. You've got some new news that you've announced. And so what are you guys been working on? That's been exciting. Yeah, I'd say the the biggest news, and if people haven't seen it, it's in the top 75 CMP brokers edition of uh, CMP magazine, as well as in an article uh, in Canadian Mortgage Trends. And that is, and I guess the best title is the one McLister put on the CMT article and that we have a watershed, watershed moment for broker tech. And that finally, uh, we've got an alternative in terms of having connections to all lenders through another form of broker technology other than expert. And uh, that, that's probably the biggest news that I can share with you that's just come to pass in the last week or so. Right. And what I, the way I've always thought of the mortgage industry in Canada is there's this island of lenders and there was one rickety bridge that nobody really seemed to care about. I know we all, all as mortgage people, I'd be like, we got to go across this bridge. And in the past, when there was people trying to build a bridge, it was only to a limited part of the island and they couldn't get access. And now we have like a full on another super highway going into this, you know, land of lenders. And so what excites me is that soon as when you create competition, which, cause it's been a monopoly for a long time. Now we'll have innovation that's going to like in the next 12 to 24 months, the innovation I'm sure is going to explode. 100% agree. You're right. It's great to be the bridge owner for as long as you can have that only bridge. That's true because the toll can be what you decide to charge. And right. Is, you're right. It suppresses innovation. So that's why we call it a watershed moment is that's kind of what it takes to kind of break the dam open. You know, I, I think we as an industry have kind of settled for being kind of behind the eight ball technology wise, even though many good brokers have kind of filled in the gaps with things that they found in the marketplace. You've talked about many of them on your show, but now you can actually yeah, find they're like little, they're a little boat that they're trying to like, actually it's not even because you still have to use the bridge. Everything is just, it's all on the cosmetic end on the front of the bridge because right. you still, there's no other option. Correct. So I think what we've come to do as an industry is we've, we've settled and we, we no longer have to settle anymore. We can have DNH or Phylogix, so as people know them, they're now called Finastra, uh, have come to recognize is that uh, if you think about innovation, you know, in, in 2007, we saw the first iPhone and here we are 11 years later with 10 different versions of an iPhone. And we've probably had the same version of expert in that same time frame. 
So right. they now go, wow, we're so far behind. Let's not even think about being in the operating platform for brokers. Let's just try to keep our connection bridges alive. So they've gone into contracts with us. So we've said, listen, if we've got connections to many lenders, but we don't have them to all, and we know we need them for all because that's what brokers want, then let's work together. And that's what's come to pass. So now that that has happened, I think it'll create opportunity for other people to say, hey, I've got a better a mousetrap for brokers to use and I need to connect to lenders. So you'll, you'll see some of that go on, I think, in the next little while. And so what do you see in terms of like, what are some of the cool things you guys are working on now that you have full connectivity, but you also have some of your own, like your own bridges that you guys have built. So what tech or improvements are you guys excited about or working on? Right. So in our mind, we kind of see, if you think about the marketplace that we've got now and that everybody gets off the submission platform after the deal sent in. All these lender portals, you mean? Yeah, all the lender portals can sometimes be a problem, right? So what we're trying to do is make it so that lenders are kind of communicating back to a broker's dashboard when they're giving them an update. So we're selling lenders on two-way communication, and we're also selling them on the idea of giving them a better application up front. So we got to give brokers the tools to get that information from the client. So we're trying to validate property data better. We're trying to give tools to get clients down payment faster, and we're trying to give them tools to actually get documents in a, in a fashion that's probably a little more secure and a little more straightforward than using email, which is what is kind of our standard today in our business. Right, which probably 90% of people use is, the, is email to collect documents and it's not secure. Okay, so in terms of this two-way communication, so, and I agree with you, I feel like that the problem has been you ship it across over there and then it goes off, then you log into another portal and if you have multiple files, which you're doing any amount of business, you're logging into all these portals you're like, I got to check this file, then I got to check this one. And it would be amazing if you could just be like, hey, I got this, I log into my account and I can see what's going on with my files. My lenders can communicate with me versus this, what we have today. And so how long do you think before that becomes like more of a reality? Well, I think it'll be pretty standard that once we get, and it's kind of a, a horse and cart. Once you get brokers on a common platform, uh, like Velocity, and they have a dashboard that they access every day, you'll get lenders that'll want to connect. So, you know, we already know that we've got the distribution kind of handled because of the number of people we've got on the system already and how many more are coming on now. So I say between 12 and 18 months, you're not going to be visiting multiple portals in order to get your updates. In fact, I'd go a step further to say you won't even have to log into the system. Those updates will find you probably on your mobile through push notifications. So both you and your client will know exactly where the deal's at at any given time because you'll be plugged into a system that is, as I said, end-to-end and two-way. And so you mentioned something about wanting to make a better, like if you can, obviously the brokers are going to be excited about this. We're like, hey, anything that makes their, the process simpler, but in order to get lenders excited about it, so how do you provide a better lender experience or what do you, so that, because obviously there's time wasted in files that don't go anywhere or underwrite, like what can you do on that side to help the lenders go, hey, this is actually, we're, we're excited about this too. Okay. Do you, do you shop on Amazon at all, Scott? Oh, yeah. My wife more than me, but you know. You signed up for Prime? What's that? Yeah, we have Prime. Okay. So I I actually see us having sort of what we would call a velocity Prime. And that means that an application that's going to come into a lender when the broker has made the investment to validate the property data through a third party, has got the down payment up front, and has got the income confirmation, they find themselves flagged as a Prime deal and at the front of the queue with that lender. And I really think that's the way brokers are going to win right. the with their customers is through experience. And everybody wins in that scenario. Lender gets to approve the deal one time and the broker gets to give one approval. And the data is out there and the tools are out there to make it available for us to get all that content right up front. 
We just got to make it real and make it easy for both customers and brokers to use. Right. I totally agree. It's like there's all these, you know, multiple tools that you need, but then there's multiple pieces of data that are for the underwriting, for the lender to make a decision. And so the more of them you can get up front and then they can decision it faster. And if you have a prime account or you're sending in prime files, then you should get, you should get preferred treatment. Honestly, like there's not, it's not a slam on anything. It's just that if you're more organized, then you should be getting a better customer experience. And I think given that like really the rates are the same everywhere, you know, for the most part, we have to compete on customer experience. One of the things I, as a drum, I beat constantly is I'm like, you have to compete on customer experience. And so if your technology can help or assist in that by giving you fast responses, then that's a good thing. Yeah. And I think part of it's a mindset shift on the part of brokers and that we sometimes have come to believe that if we just get a quick approval, even if it's got a ton of conditions, that's a good thing. And we don't want that going forward. What we want is we want to make sure that when we come back with an approval, it's actually a real approval. That's how you deliver the greatest customer experience, right? So, uh, you know, our, our job is to give people the tools. So we're working on document portals that we're just launching to make it easier to get docs. We're giving people down payment scraping um, technology so that they can get that down payment. And we're trying to validate the property information using third-party data through companies like First Canadian Title and NAS. So just as people are filling out information about the address, it's populating the year built and the square footage and all the things that you really need to make mm-hmm. a good credit decision. That's the key is to give people the tools to make it fully complete. Sorry, Scott, I thought I turned off all these outside That's things. okay. You I got your it. popular guy. Actually, I see that mine's turned on. I better kill mine too uh, <laughs> before I get pinged and then I feel silly. So, okay, what stuff do you see in the next sort of, because I'm always like, okay, what's coming in the next 90 days for you guys in terms of improvements to your platform? Yeah, so the the next 90 days, we've got three kind of main things that are coming that are, you know, we, we think about what we're delivering right now is kind of the engine. You know, you can have a great sound system in your car and you can have a great interior, but if the engine doesn't turn over, it's not much of a car, right? So the engine part is really making sure that we could deliver on, you can have all your previous data and you can submit to every lender and the feel in terms of coming on to a new platform when you've been on expert for 10 plus years looks the same. So we actually have what we call a classic view. So it kind of even looks like expert until you get used to it. This, the turbo part of that engine is what we're delivering now. And that is that we've got an actual client portal. So it's a secure means for clients to upload documents, mm-hmm. converts everything to PDF, compresses it. So in theory, think of it this way. If you've got a client walking around and they've got their pay stub in hand and you need it, by opening that email in their portal, they can literally access their camera roll, take a picture of that pay stub, and upload it right into your document section of Velocity. And so it's not a JPEG that's like, you know, a massive image exactly. file. Exactly. It does the compression. It does the conversion. Okay. So yeah. we really think that's going to take a lot of friction out of collecting documents from clients. And it's easy to generate. You're not having to create links in your system. You're just sending them an email of the conditions that are required. And it's just like kind of buying an airline tickets. There's like your 20% done, 40% done, and you just send it through. And it's secure and it's behind our firewall. I, gives, I think it gives customers a lot greater sense of comfort that you're not passing along private information across email. It comes right into your system before you decide what needs to get to the lender. The second one, and this is the one that's been the most excitement that we've gotten back from lenders, and it's that we've entered into an agreement with a company out of Montreal, cool fintech company, called Flinks to do what we call down payment scraping. So a customer can be in that same sort of portal. If we ask for conditions around down payment, they can pull out their client card or their ABM card, enter in their number and their password, and you can pull down a 90-day history of all of the accounts that they have at that financial institution. So 
investment accounts, mortgage amounts, savings checking, confirms ownership, includes account numbers, all the things you need to really confirm people's you know, interaction between separate accounts and things like that. So you can actually get the down payment of the equity confirmed to that lender. That's the thing that's gotten more lenders out of their chair when we've done these presentations to, to various key lender partners across the country. The great part about that technology, which has been around for a while in the U.S., and so it's finally coming to Canada, which is great. But the great part about that technology is it's like you, there's, it's very hard to fraud it. I mean, it's actually going to be going to an institution, pulling the data. So from, a, I, from my perspective, anyway, I think a lender would be like, this is actually great because there's no possibility of any funny business in there. Correct. Yeah. Now, I mean, truth be told, we get it in a raw data format and we all get it in PDF. So I think longer term, we'll probably be sharing more raw data than we will PDFs because, you know, PDFs are certainly something you can affect, but that's kind of the standard today. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're right. And in the States, when you talk to brokers down there, most of them pay between 25 and 75 bucks per client to access that content. We're able to deliver somewhere in the neighborhood around three to five dollars per customer for a 30 day look. So any broker that's lost a customer who went into their own branch to get their down payment confirmation, is going to pay that 3 to $5 for every client, providing they can provide them the sales language on why it's easy and fast to do this way. Right. Yes. Well, I feel like right now in the, you know, it's death by a thousand conditions, right? Like you get an approval and then it's like, so in terms of customer experience, everything that we can do on our end to like eliminate them having to get stuff is going to improve the the probability of that file getting done and a customer going, that was actually not too painful. I feel like now it's, it's definitely, it can be painful. And if you don't do a really good job of setting expectations or strategy, why they should even be talking to you, they're just going to be like, forget it. I'm just going to walk into my bank. I don't have to do anything. The banker's going to look at your information. When you go in there, you can, if you have a bank account, they're checking. Like they, they may not have to get you to sign anything because you already signed something, but they're going to check it. So if we can make that easier. And so when will that be available? That's that we're baiting now. So the first one I talked about the portal, that's live today on people's versions of Velocity. You can use that today. The Flinks technology, the bank account scraping is in the next, uh, probably by the end of May at the very latest. And then I've got one other one that we're kind of got in the bag that we're about, I'd say 75% through, and that is uh, a program with eSign Live. So we're doing templated e-signatures across all our compliance, consents, and commitments. So uh, for those people that want to use e-signatures and not have to have third-party subscriptions or where they have to you know, do a designer view each and every time they want to send it to a client, we're going to have that available by the end of June. So those are kind of the three kind of main items that are you know, already kind of on our project roadmap. That are already under development. Okay, yeah, cool. So and then so where do, you, where do you see in the next year then? So let's, let's fast forward out a little bit and go, okay, yeah. So we get these things. I know I'm because again, I'm excited about innovation because we definitely need it. We've been behind in terms of innovation in this space for a long time. So what, what's the next things you guys would like to tackle? Well, I think what we're going to do is we're, we're open to the notion of other people say, I've got a better mousetrap than what you have for my customer journey up front. Like you mentioned about setting expectations. There's some good brokers that have created their own customer facing online apps where as the client's asking some being asked and answering some questions online, it's setting the expectations of what it is they need to provide to confirm that info. And, uh, you know, we want to make sure that we open up our connections to lenders for those parties to be able to use the app that they like. So we don't want to be a one size fits all. We want to take advantage of the fact that we've got these direct connections and that we've got a good broker operating system that your online app can fit into. So, Customer journey is going to be a big part of this. What we call smart conditions is going to be a big part of this. And I think the other thing is that we're going to spend a lot of time talking to brokers about 
The idea of making choice more transparent to customers, I think we all get in the habit of saying, trust me, I'm going to get you the best deal, but we don't really show the client how we came to pick that best deal. So Mm -hmm. we'd like to make the concept of choice a bit more available for brokers to present to customers so they can kind of be in it together. That's something that we've been kicking around a lot. So that's kind of... And that's something that you guys actually do though at Origin, you have done for a long time, which because you shared this with me in the past, is that yeah. you guys have done this sort of, here's, some, you know, here's a couple different options. Here's the different pros and cons of each. Now let's make, have a discussion about what's going to be the best fit. Exactly. And we're seeing more of other brokers doing that same thing. I think uh, Greg Williamson's got a proposition around the choice concept. I think that uh, Mint Mortgage does something similar in Saskatchewan. I think you're seeing more and more lenders embracing that concept because they know it's a uniqueness and it, they know it, it helps them against uh, branded mortgage specialist for the banks or, you know, this kind of one choice is no choice kind of concept. Right. And it's more of a collaborative sales approach versus you ask me for something, I go get it. It's yeah. Collaborative. You got it. It's not whether or not we're going to deal. It's how are we in this together and what's the right choice for you? And I, I, I think it helps brokers take the conversation away from price because price generally comes at some consequence. So you can then say, okay, we can get you this price, but here's what you're giving up. And then, you know, they feel more confident that you're not just selling them a higher price with no other perceived advantages to that. Right. And they can make an informed decision. So actually, one thing I want to go back to, you had mentioned something about some people have built their own kind of brand stuff on one end that you guys will connect with. So give me an example of something. Maybe just dumb it. Talk to me like I'm seven because I, I do this to you all the time. Like, hey, talk to me like I'm seven. Explain to me in really simple terms what that means. Yeah, I, I think what we wanted to do is say, listen, here's the things that we've done well as a company at Newton. We've connected up to lenders. We've convinced them to communicate two-way We've given you an operating system that we think will allow you to do everything from lead generation right through to compensation distribution. But you might say, you know, I really want to own my client experience when they start with me. I don't want to use your application for intake. I just want to get the customer information the way I want to get it. We'd like to be able to have you plug whatever you like into Velocity in order to make that work for you. And then use those connections that we've got to the lenders to deliver an operating system to run your mortgage practice. So, you know, we don't want to say, hey, we, we own everything and you got to use everything that we offer. Uh, we want to make sure that we can give you the things that you think are going to help you. But maybe you want to plug in stuff that you think is going to make you stand out for your customers interaction with you. Right. Okay. That makes sense. I was just trying to get that like it's more simple. Yeah. So is there anything else that you think that you that you'd want to share, you know, with our community? Yeah, I would say to you that I, I, I recognize that there's a lot of people that are used to doing it the same way for a long time, that being expert. And by continuing to participate in doing it that way, you're going to really hold back the industry and our ability to innovate. So I would ask you to lean in, try a system like Velocity, because by virtue of having people engage with it, using it as their go-to operating system, we're going to be able to affect change with lenders, ask them to do the things like create two-way interactions so we don't have to go to their portals or take tick sheets anymore to get our updates. So the way to actually affect change is to embrace this, this new technology, lean in, learn it. It really is dead simple and, and just make it part of your, your new practice of doing business. If you continue to do things the same way, it's going to be tough. And I, I don't know how to give people any more sense that the warning signs are there, that this is not technology that's going to last. I mean, four weeks ago, you had a three-day outage where people couldn't even access credit reports on expert. I mean, that we talked about the car comparison and the engine. I mean, that is the car completely failing if you mm-hmm. can't, you know, right. rates are going. So 
I think they're trying to tell us something that don't rely on this. Uh, right. Because- yeah, yeah. And it, exactly. And I just love in any industry, doesn't matter what it is, it, uh, competition creates innovation. And so what's what it's exciting to me is the fact that there is now straight up real competition. And that means that we're going to see a lot more innovation and which is going to end up being better for brokers, better for customers and lenders too. I, you know, obviously I have a slight broker bent. I, I love our lenders, but I'm, you know, a little bit more, you know, towards the broker side, just because that's how I'm wired. But I think that this is going to be a good. These are good things that we're seeing come. And you're right. So if people start to adopt the new technologies, then the lenders will have to pay attention. You got it. One other thing I would make a point of letting people know, Scott, is that when it comes to dealing with us, and you probably heard some things contrary to it because we're partners in Newton with DLC Group. There's this kind of idea that somehow, and it's I think propagated primarily by people with competitive products or a proposition is that somehow you're not going to own your data or someone's going to steal your data. The irony is that the companies that bring that up are the ones that have tended to have tussles with their own brokers when they've left their network and getting their deals transferred or having their clients marketed to. DLC Group has never had that experience. And of course, we've got a terms of service and a privacy policy that we safeguard the data. And it is the broker's data, period, bar none. Nobody owns it. Nobody can market to it. Our job is to safeguard it and to make it actionable for you to use our tools. And we have performance and security warranties we got to make to lenders when we connect on how we use that data. So right, right. we'd be breaking contracts all over the place to act on that. Not to mention the fact we wouldn't even know what to do with it because we don't have a relationship with the customer. So, right. It's always the relationship between you and that customer. That, yeah. That's really the key thing. Like one of the things I say to people is we, so we have a service where we do this like email marketing and uh, people are like, well, what if someone else sends out the same email? It's like, well, it's the relationship between you and that person that's key. Because if, if I sent out you know, my communication to your clients, they'd be like, dude, you're, who are you? You're a spammer. Like, I don't even want to hear from you. So it's the same thing in terms of your relationship with the clients, especially if you're a relationship-focused broker. That's the key piece. So Yeah, and, and, but, but what we find in this business a lot of times is that when you don't have something to sell, people will often sell fear. You know, like, right. be afraid of this. And well, I just want to make sure that people know you, you have no reason to to do that for the, the basic reasons you just brought up and for the paperwork and contract and, reasons. Yeah. Right? And contract, there's big contracts, that's part of it, but then there's also relationship in there too. So there's like, I agree. Okay, that's awesome. Well, hey, I really appreciate you taking the time to share what you guys are doing and we'll have to have you back on again in maybe in a few months or something when you guys are opening up some new cool stuff. Great. And just before I let you go, Scott, anybody can get on Velocity. I don't care what network you're on, what brokerage you are, independent, individual person. You just got to go to newton.ca. We'll get you onboarded. It's not that challenging to get oriented. And I just want to make sure that people sort of uh, avail themselves of the new tools that are now available to them to give their clients a better overall experience. The new bridge. The new bridge. To the island of lenders. You got it. Okay, man. Awesome. Good chat with you. Thanks, Scott. Hey, thanks for checking out this episode. If you're a mortgage broker or a loan officer and you're wanting to scale your mortgage business, in particular, if you want to recruit more realtors to your business and you don't want to use the same thing everyone else says, say we have the best rates and service, which is not true. We can't say that. Check out 10realtors.com. And I was going to read to you feedback from one of our students who just went through our program recently. So her name is Barb Pinsett. She's been in the mortgage business for 10 years. She's a very competent mortgage broker, knows what she's doing, and just wanted some help in terms of how to build realtor partnerships. So I'm just going to read this for you. 
Calling on realtors with a script and a plan has made it so much easier. I was shocked at how well the face-to-face meetings went with an organized presentation. I even had one realtor send me three leads after our first meeting. I'm years ahead of where I was before starting this program. So if that's not you, if you're meeting with realtors and you're like, man, I don't feel like I'm getting any love, or maybe you're they like you and they're your friend, but you don't get business, then you need a different plan. Check out 10realtors.com and we can help you hook that up. 